Asante Sabang. A very warm welcome to you, my dear listener, from wherever you are. This is the New Life Program, coming to you live from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Eric Kevuki. You're more than glad to have you on board. On the show today, the Bible in Living Sound returns to us with the Bible story about the choosing of Matthias. Later on, Pastor Obel Sawili will be joining us during the Bible segment with a topic entitled Trouble. But before you do that, Golden Gate Choir comes to us with the song Yesu Alituahidi. Sit tight and enjoy. Jesus, I give it to you. 
Welcome back dear listener. And now the Bible in Living Sound brings us a story about the choosing of mothers. Stay tuned and be on the know. Don't forget you are listening to the New Life program coming to live from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Fellow disciples, brethren, before the Savior ascended to his Father in heaven, he gave us the promise of help in these words. You shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. You will be filled with power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And when the disciples had come to the upper room, they became as one in prayer and supplication with the women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. While the disciples waited for the fulfillment of the promise of the Holy Spirit, they were not idle. They humbled their hearts in true repentance and confessed their unbelief. As they called to remembrance the words that Christ had spoken to them before his death, they understood more fully their meaning. Words which had passed from their memory were again brought to their minds, and these they repeated one to another. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Feed my lambs. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Feed my sheep. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Three times Peter had publicly denied his Lord. Three times Jesus, by his pointed question, allowed Peter to show publicly the depth of his repentance. Moses in the law commanded that this woman be stoned. What sayest thou? He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? No man, Lord. Neither do I condemn thee. Go. And sin no more. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Thomas, reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Lord, show us the Father, and that is all we need. He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. A few days later, there was a meeting of the believers, about 120 in all. Men and brethren, Jesus ordained 12 apostles. 
Now there are only eleven, for Judas was the twelfth. David, writing by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, predicted that one of the twelve would betray Jesus to those who sought his life. This scripture has been fulfilled, as must all scripture. Judas returned the purchase price of betrayal to Caiaphas. Had he been truly sorry, his sin would have been forgiven. But he feared only the coming day of judgment. He rushed forth from the hall of justice and hanged himself on a tall tree, the limb breaking with the weight of him. Judas fell headlong, bursting asunder in his midst, and the dogs came and devoured him. Caiaphas, wanting nothing to do with the thirty pieces of silver betrayal money, took it and purchased a field in which he had the remains of Judas buried. These things are known to all Jerusalem, insomuch that that field is now called the field of blood. It is written in the book of Psalms, Let that place remain desolate, let no man dwell therein, and his discipleship let another take. This scripture is our authority for choosing this day another to take the place of Judas the betrayer. From whom shall this man be chosen? He must be one who has accompanied the Savior from his baptism by John up to the very day he was taken from our midst into heaven. Two men fill this requirement, Barsabbas Justice and Matthias. Will these two men please step over here so all may know you? We will cast lots according to the custom of our people. But first, let us pray for divine guidance in this important matter. Our Father, which art in heaven, we are obeying thy will in selecting another special representative of thine. So be with us. Guide our selection of the man to be one of us. In the precious name of Jesus, our friend, we ask it. Amen. The name is chosen, and we cannot doubt that he is chosen of God. Matthias, come forward. Yes, sir. You realize, of course, that henceforth you shall be numbered among the twelve apostles of Christ. Yes, sir, but I... I am not worthy, sir. None of us are. Only through the merits of Jesus imparted to us. You have been among those who followed the Master from the day John baptized him? Almost constantly, sir. There were times, of course, such as when he appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration, when it was impossible to be with him. And when he stilled the angry waves of Galilee? I was in another boat, sir, near enough to hear and see during the flashes of lightning. He is the Son of God? Oh, he is, sir. He is the Son of the living God of heaven. Why was it necessary that the Son of God come down to this earth and suffer what Jesus did, to die on the cross and be risen the third day? God created Adam and gave to him the dominion of the earth. In obeying Satan, Adam relinquished that dominion to Satan. Jesus came to wrest that dominion away from Satan. The only way it could be done was for the Son of God in human form and with all of humanity's frailties and weaknesses and emotions to live a life free of sin. Not once must he obey Satan. Jesus succeeded. He has won the dominion of the earth. Now Jesus, instead of Satan, will be king of this earth as well as king of kings in the universe. Henceforth, Matthias, 
you will be numbered among the apostles. I extend to you the right hand of fellowship. Follow Jesus, and your apostleship will be successful in the sight of heaven. Are you just joining us? This is the New Life Program with me, Eric Kevuti, your host, coming to you live from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot. The Bible segment will be coming up shortly. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at awr at Now that that's of the way, here is a song, Jesus Christ is coming soon by Golden Gate Choir. Don't change the tunnel.
my dear listener, thank you for staying tuned. Right about now, Pastor Obes Oiri joins us for the Bible segment. He'll be talking about trouble. Be blessed. Thank you so much, listener, for joining us. We want to thank you so much for making it a point to be a part of our program today, and we hope that you will receive a blessing. I'm your host for today, Pastor Obed Soire. We want to talk to you about trouble, and I want to read a Bible verse here that I would like to share with you. But before we do so, can we bow our heads together as we pray? Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for Jesus Christ and for what he means to us. We ask that you bless us as we share from your word and give us encouragement in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 46, verse 1, that God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Now listen to those words carefully. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Now, for most people, problems or trouble represents or symbolizes the absence of God's blessings out of their lives. They feel that they are, they've been neglected by God. They feel that uh, God does not care about them. And they feel as though they're just going through this life without his blessings. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the Bible is clear and it's saying that God is a present help in trouble. You know what that really means? At least what that means to me and you today is that God is present in trouble. So if you're looking for God, if you're wondering where God can be found, I'm sure God can be found in so many places. He can be found in so many situations. But the fact is that the Bible says this morning that one of those places, the sure place you can find God, is in trouble. You might tell me, hey, oh, pastor, that's, that sounds a bit out of touch and it's, it's not really what we find in the Bible. Remember the three Hebrew boys uh, in the book of Daniel, uh, I believe it was chapter 3, where it talks about the three Hebrew boys that could not bow their heads to worship the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had put up and they were finally thrown into a fiery furnace and God responded and came to their help that the king himself as he was watching the three Hebrew boys being thrown into the fire he saw a fourth person in the fire with the boys and he went and said there is someone in there that looks like a son of a gods. Now, you and I know that Jesus Christ was the one that was in the fiery furnace with the three Hebrew boys. So here's the thing, my friend, dear listener. Are you in any financial trouble right now? Would you believe it if I tell you right now that Jesus is with you in that trouble? Are you in any health problems right now? Would you believe it? If I tell you that Jesus is with you through that problem, if you're in a marital issue, your marriage is not what it ought to be, would you like to believe with me that Jesus Christ is very much with you in that situation? You see, for most of us, 
we associate lack of problems to being with God's favor. But the fact is that uh, God sometimes allows trouble to come that we may begin to understand him in a new light. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying that problems are easy to deal with. But the fact is that our eyes and our sensibilities are heightened for the presence of God when we are in trouble. In fact, people are most receptive to Jesus Christ when they're sick in hospital or when they're in prisons, uh, when they're in financial difficulties, when they've come to the end of the road. And that is when they begin to realize how important God is in their lives. There's a songwriter, I want to end with this, that wrote a song. His name is Andrew Crouch. He wrote a song, and on one of the verses of that song, he says this. He says that, I thank God for the mountains, and I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he's brought me through. For if I've never had a problem, I would never know that he can solve them. And I'll never know what faith in God's word can do. So my prayer for you today is, whatever problem you're finding yourself in, don't look at the problem. Look at the present help that is in your problem. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. My prayer is that you find him and receive him in your heart today. God bless you. Thank you for staying tuned through the show. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Remember, your feedback is always welcome. You can send your views, suggestions, or questions about the show through the producer Adventist Word Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001000-Nairobi-Kenya. Email us at awr at The station is Adventist Word Radio, the voice of hope. Until we meet again right here, I've been your host, Eric Kevuti. Have a blessed Sabbath.
Bye. 